Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning. It is Tuesday, February 16th. You're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott, joined right now by Brandon Marcello, National College Football Reporter for 24-7 Sports, because we have some big news to talk about. Brandon, Gus Malzahn, former Auburn head coach, now the Central Florida head coach. Uh, it was introduced Monday at a press conference, a very upbeat press conference that we just finished watching. You wrote a great story on the time is now and how Gus Malzahn isn't just going to sit at home with his $21 million buyout and, and enjoy the retired life. He wants back in and, and he's at a place now where he can compete for championships. Yeah, you know, listen, um, he's at a place now and we can get into this more, but he's at a place now where he's got freedom. You know, he didn't have freedom at Auburn his last, so goodness gracious, I guess his last four or five years really there, getting the play calling ripped away from him, then finally convincing them to let him take it back, but then it always being interfered with anyway. And then he's interfering with the offensive coordinator when they're calling plays. It just wasn't a great relationship behind the scenes, but also on game days and game weeks preparing for games. And, and it hurt Auburn. Now he goes to UCF and he goes back to his roots in a lot of ways where he's going to be able to run things the way he wants to, both on and off the field. And, um, you know, you if you just watch a snippet of that press conference, he is very fired up. And I've known Gus Malzahn for a very long time. I've covered him and I've known him. And the guy's usually pretty reserved, doesn't talk a lot. But that was a guy when he was talking was not only just fired up, but you could tell he's ready to go out and kick some ass. He wants to win a national title, and he believes he can actually do that at UCF, a group of five school that obviously has never even been in the conversation to win a national title because no group of five schools ever been in the playoff, but he believes they can change that there. Yeah, UCF, though, they do claim that 2017 national title <laughs> season. By Brandon, beating Auburn, by yeah, the way. That's uh, right. Got a smile zone. Yeah. That's right. Were you surprised that he wanted back in so soon? No, you know, listen, I, not to give too much away, but I, I've been texting with him before this all came, and then he went quiet on me when I heard UCF reached out. But he wanted to get back into it and wanted to do it immediately. He did not want to sit around, but it had to be the right job. He's been very, very particular about which jobs he even entertains, let alone goes for. He's been like this since high school. I mean, I, I, I'm an Arkansas guy. He's an Arkansas guy. And I followed him during his Arkansas high school career and actually covered him for a year in high school. And this is a guy who I remember taking a job somewhere else in, in Arkansas and was a good spot. But as soon as he got there, he found out something that they had promised him was actually being taken away from his contract about his job. And he immediately left. He said, not doing it. I'd rather be unemployed. I'm not doing this. And so he left. And luckily, his old school hadn't hired someone yet. And he went back there. This is a guy that, you know, as much as we talk about buyouts and the heat, and obviously he got a huge buyout and he's reached the pinnacle by getting fired at Auburn by getting more than $21 million in buyout money. But money really doesn't matter to him. He just wants to win a national title. And he has turned down so many jobs, both, pub both publicly and privately. Some schools we haven't, you haven't even heard because he doesn't believe they're in a position to compete for titles. And he said, you know, on Monday at his press conference, listen, 
I believe UCF is a top 20 coaching job. And I've told my assistants when I was at Auburn that if one of you assistants here or some coach one day gets that head coaching job, that place could be a monster if you stay there and don't leave for the next opportunity because of the recruiting base, it being such a large school, the incredible facilities they have. That's a space, space there at UCF where they he believes that you could become the next big thing. And as he said Monday, it's the future of college football in his eyes. You can win a national title there. You can be the first group of five school to be in the national conversation. Now, step away a little bit here, a few steps. <laughs> that all sounds amazing. And great if you're a UCF fan, but it's going to take a lot of work, a perfect season, and some breaks still to even get to that point because of the way the system is. And Gus Malzahn said, and this is, I think, the biggest thing for UCF as a program. Obviously, their previous athletic director, Danny White, an amazing athletics director. I don't think anybody will doubt that. But he always wanted home-and-home deals with big programs. Well, Gus Malzahn and the new AD, who, by the way, he worked for at Arkansas State at UCF, said Monday, we will play anybody anywhere. Gus says, I will play a team in a parking lot if I have to. And he said, I asked him, I said, you know, something about this playoffs. I was like, how are you really going to contend for a national title? And he goes, we have to schedule top 10 non-conference opponents every year and we will play them anywhere. That is a huge development when it comes to UCF and their philosophy for scheduling. It's so often they've been trying to build their brand by bringing big programs in, maybe doing two-for-one deals. No, they want to play anybody, if they're a top 10 program, anywhere. And as Gus said, it doesn't matter where we play, but you still got to beat them. And if we beat them, That'll put us in position. So that change in philosophy, along with hiring a guy who's beaten Alabama three times, has won a national championship as a coordinator, has been to another national championship as a head coach, has won two SEC titles. I think it's, this is, I think, alongside maybe Steve Sarkeesian, this is the hire of the year when you look at everything that moved around. I think it's a great fit. And Gus is, I think he is raring to go because he realizes, you know, this might be his last chance to try and win a national title. And he got this opportunity when he didn't think he was going to get it for another year or two, maybe to get into a lower level power five program that could sneak in. And he feels like that he hit the jackpot here because it's, it's a quote unquote group of five school, but it's the best group of five school and one that's going to be in the top 10 easily. If he just does what he believes he can do. You did a nice job laying that out because when you say national title in UCF, I'm going to roll my eyes, but right. Right. Maybe in the next few years, we have an extended, uh, expanded playoff. And then the point you make about them just wanting to play someone anywhere is huge because, you know, Alabama, maybe, you know, they'll, they'll host UCF and Tuscaloosa, but they're certainly not going to Florida to play them in exchange no. for that. That That's massive. And the UCF job, there was some industry thought, and I believed it, when when Josh Heupel left for Tennessee, that this UCF job could attract a better pool of candidates than the Tennessee one did because oh, the Tennessee absolutely. job was just such a mess and and yeah. just shrouded in 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 all this you know NCAA possible um, sanctions and and just it just hasn't been a good place. I think that was borne out today, Brandon. The, the fact that Central yeah. Florida hires Auburn's former head coach and and maybe he's past his prime as a, as a head coach, we'll yeah. see. But but Tennessee, meanwhile, is like struggling to put together. A staff, so it'll be interesting. Not just not just how they do on the field, but also like does Gus Malzahn does he does he hire a really good staff? I would assume so. And then recruiting, 
Like he, there's a low bar to clear here to be a better recruiter at Central Florida than Josh Heupel. Um, that's they, they, that's kind of yeah, crazy to crazy? me. Yeah, they, they were like number seven in the AAC at one point in the last that's three nuts. years. And then Andrew Ivins, our colleague, wrote a story on yeah. Monday. Uh, Central Florida signed one player from the Orlando area in the 2021 cycle. That's one. That's the same numbers as players nuts. as he signed from Hawaii and Germany. I know when you covered uh, Auburn, that hey, you know they're not going to get a top five class, but He's a pretty good recruiter, right? Yeah, and this past year, not so much. It was his worst recruiting class. But every year until his last season at Auburn, top 10 classes. And, of course, it's Auburn. But before that, that wasn't happening at Auburn. They were having top 20 classes. They'd have a top 10 class here and there. they get back to the top 20. Then they'd have a top 5 class. But he was consistently inside the top 10, a couple times in the top 5. And that's how they were always competing. I mean, and that's how they beat Alabama three times in his eight seasons there. When he goes to Florida, as he said, it's no stranger to him because at Auburn, this is what they recruited. They recruited Florida and they recruited Georgia and they recruited Alabama. And he said at his press conference, we're going to recruit the same three states. That's going to be our main three states. He said everything within a six-hour drive, that is our focus. And he's been big on Florida since he's been there. Some of the best players they've had obviously have come from Florida, particularly South Florida. Uh, if you look at everything. So, but that's also, it's also going to depend on who he brings on staff. I'm interested to see if Randy Shannon stays on board as defensive coordinator. He's got a big buyout right now, even though that's not really an issue because UCF's getting like $6 million from Tennessee or whatever. Uh, because Josh Heupel got hired away, but I'm interested to see who he hires on the defensive side, just from the recruiting perspective, offensively, not so much. I'm not I'm not very, very interested in that, but I'm more interested in defense because that's something that I think that, you know, listen, talent matters, but I think with the level of competition they're facing, if they can get a really dominant defense, that's what's going to get them in the national playoff type conversation, not the offense necessarily being world beaters because that offense under Gus, say what you will about and how much it struggled the last few years, it's going to do very, very well in that conference. No matter what the talent level is there, unless it's just trash, but it's not. Defensively, if they could build that thing back up like it was in 2017, that defense was really good in 17 at UCF. You do that, that's what's going to change things for them. And that's going to be, I think, the biggest thing for him with his staff. you got to get a really, really good defensive staff. I'm not so much worried about the offense, even though everybody's wondering, like, well, his offense hasn't been good. It's going to be good in that conference. The defense, so that's going to be the key here. So on a day in which all of us down south are, you know, paving the roads and all that stuff, Brandon, <laughs> what's our what's our grain of salt here with Gus Malzahn? Maybe it's coming from the Auburn fan base who's like, yeah, but or yeah. it's from the Central Florida fan base who wanted a young up and coming coordinator. What is as we roll out here? Uh, this is probably my last question for you. But what it like? What's the cause for concern? Yeah, you know, the cause for concern is he's maybe he's probably maybe he's past his prime. Can he get that second breath? I think just from behind the scenes, the land is set for him to have a second breath because he's freer now. He can do what he wants as a head coach without getting way too deep into the weeds. At Auburn, he couldn't do that those last few years. He just couldn't. He's going to be able to do that UCF like he did early in his career at Auburn those first two years and previously at Tulsa and Arkansas State. So that's a good part. But the thing to worry about here is what if he goes there and he hasn't evolved, and his offense is a little bit behind. The defense doesn't get an upgrade necessarily, and they just kind of do what Josh Heupel did this year, is like win eight games or something like that in a season. Because at that point, 
as a program, if you want to take the next step, what you're doing is you're just going, oh, we've got a Butch Davis here. You know, we got a guy that's going to come in, be here for three or four years, and it's going to tank everything. And we've got to start all over and go back young again. The flip side of it is if he does have that second breath and he's able to go in there and win immediately and then build on that, I think he's the type of coach right now in his life and knowing him personally, he will not leave UCF and he will stay there. And he kept saying today, this is the future of college football and I want to be here throughout it. He wants to build a legacy at a school. He wanted to do that at Auburn. It didn't, and he happened to a certain extent, but it didn't end the way he wanted. He's not the type of coach now that is just going to look for the next big opportunity. Like, let's say he's very successful at UCF and say like Penn State opens up or something like that. I honestly do not know if he would leave for that. If he believes he can win a national championship or compete for one at UCF, if he gets it to that point, because I think he'd have to get it to that point to get interest from like a Penn State or, you know, one of those blue bloods again. So, there's two sides of everything, obviously. Those are the two sides for me. But I think here, here's the thing. I think we'll be able to tell quickly whether Gus Malzahn is the right man for the job. Unlike other jobs where people have to go in, you give them two, three years. If Gus does not get them to like nine wins next season, start scratching your head. Yeah, I think it's fair game. After his, even during his first year in the honeymoon period, if wow. he doesn't get like nine wins that first year, start scratching your head. And that offense is struggling. But if they get back to, you know, winning nine, 10 games, and then they get a really great recruiting class, you know, as we said, the recruiting has been struggling, watch out. It's going to be interesting. And Hey, you, you said we're going to know fast. Their first game as it stands right now, yeah. Boise State, and then week two is is at Louisville. So Brandon Marcello, Crazy. one of the world's foremost authorities on Gus Malzahn. <laughs> read his that's the, one, that's the <laughs> one thing you can say about me. So I, I, I'm, I'm, you know I, I'm actually knowledgeable about one thing, and it's Gus Malzahn. <laughs> I love it. You'll write the book one day. If he wins the title, you'll for sure write the book. Read, read Brandon's column right now. I'll link him in the show notes. It's called For Gus Malzahn, Timing is Everything, and the Time is Now for Central Florida. And you can follow him on Twitter at bmarcello. My name is Trey Scott. Our producer is Lance Glenn. Thanks for listening to the College Football Daily. We'll talk to y'all Wednesday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.